This special episode of Once Podcast contains a review of Jack the Giant Slayer, but don't worry because the first bit of this review will be spoiler-free and will give you a warning before we discuss spoilers about Jack the Giant Slayer. You're listening to Once, Episode 83, Jack the Giant Slayer Movie Review. Welcome back to another episode of Once, the podcast usually about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. And I'm Jenny. And this time, though, we're bringing you a special episode because Once Upon a Time is about fairy tales. And there are a couple cool movies coming out this year about fairy tales. And we got to screen one of these so far, and we're going to get to screen the other. And uh, we've got the Oz movie coming up. I already have the press ticket for it that we'll be screening uh, very soon. So probably episode 86 will be the review of Oz. We're pretty excited about it. Yeah, that'll be cool. And But this is for the Jack the Giant Slayer. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> this was a great movie. Uh, I liked it. It was fun. It was funny. Yeah, it was. Um, a bit Sometimes the humor I felt like was a bit too modernized for this kind of period mm. movie. I mean, when I say period movie, I don't mean like Jane Austen, boring, kill you with sleepiness kind of movie. But I mean, you, know, you wouldn't the- get that kind of movie because you're not a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we got to see this uh, and got to see it early. So I thought it was fun. I know some people will wonder about the family friendliness of it. I would say it's it's family friendly. Now there's some grotesque giants and stuff, but if your kids can handle Harry Potter, <laughs> I'd say they can handle this. Oh yeah. There's lots of violence. Um the giants are ugly. And the giants eat people. Yeah. They and, just do. But you don't see lots of blood and That's stuff. That's true. It's not gory. Yeah. But, I mean, they get their point across. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, that thing of you go over and grab someone's nose and say, look, I got your nose. It's about that kind of level of gore when someone bites off <laughs> someone else's head. It's no. just like, <laughs> I bit off their head. You can't see their head anymore. I have no idea what you're talking anymore, about right but... now. <laughs> Fee, and Pum are, are the names of giants, yes. which was hilarious. <laughs> because there was one scene where he was like, and all these giants were stepping forward like oh that's their names (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was really interesting twist now they there are two original tales this is kind of based on there's jack and the beanstalk which was an old english folklore or folk tale and then there's also jack the giant killer now the two are similar only in kind of name and the fact that there are giants. Jack the Giant Killer is a Cornish fairy tale. I never saw that one. I never heard of it. And then um, Jack and the Beanstalk, the version that most people know yes. of the story, is the English folk tale. And they this is. A, they did a few twists on it. Yeah. And some of that is because they're mixing these two a little bit like they brought just a little bit of the stuff from jack the giant killer fairy tale into this story but this is primarily 
Jack and the Beanstalk. Okay. It started out differently. Oh yeah, there are lots of things different. Yeah, because in the in the uh, the storybook version, it's Jack and his mom, mm. and he's going to sell a cow. <laughs> but in this, in in the Jack the Giant Slayer, he's with his dad and uncle actually uncle actually and he's selling a horse and cart i do like and this isn't a spoiler but at the end of the movie they give you kind of an idea how the story turned into legend and was embellished and details were lost or changed and stuff so at the end of the story you hear them make this it's kind of like this audible evolution of the story from one thing to another and then to what we know it as today the style of jack the giant jack and the beanstalk but uh it was really fun movie and i'm a soundtrack guy uh, and this movie had a beautiful soundtrack by john ottman and i'll play just a little bit of that for you So a great soundtrack, and if you want to purchase the soundtrack, which I do highly recommend, if you like soundtracks, John Ottman did a great job with this one. You can go to our show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 83, and we'll have links there where you can purchase Jack the Giant Slayer, the soundtrack. And once the movie comes out on DVD and Blu-ray, and if you're listening to this from the future, hey, how's it going? How's the weather there? <laughs> then you'll be also to also, you'll be able to also purchase the dvd and blu-rays through that same link when they're available so we are going to be a little bit over the place in our review here because this is just primarily a review and we are going to keep this spoiler free until later i i like how the movie started off with jack is this of course he's a guy uh, that so they did that differently than once yes. upon a time yeah. <laughs> we have people in the chat room that we have going on right now saying was jack actually a guy or was he a woman <laughs> <laughs> so in this movie jack is a guy yeah they um a guy named jack played by nicholas holt who also plays in warm bodies Oh, yeah. Yeah, another interesting movie, which we didn't get to see that one. one. But um, it's also got uh, Ewan Ewan McGregor. I always feel like a little kid who can't pronounce things when I say Ewan. 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 (laughs) Ewan. I'm probably pronouncing it correctly. I don't know how to say that either. But Jack was uh, lost his parents, lost his father, uh, lost his mother when he was really young. And And apparently he's very, you know... A distracted guy. But yeah, honorable. Honorable, but easily distracted, as his uncle sent him into town. He was like, don't get distracted. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> and he does. It's kind of like the family circus thing where you see the little trail goes He's all over the place. just a curious guy, mm. Jack. But he defends the honor of a lady that he doesn't recognize, but... Um, Right. It ends up being someone special to the story, which we'll mention more. Of, well, it's the princess, 
I mean, you can't get around that because that's probably in all the plot descriptions. Yeah. He defends the honor of the princess against some thugs, and that kind of sends him on this journey a little bit of connecting with people by chance. And there were a lot of interesting religious statements. I know, I know. What did you think about the monks growing the seeds in search for God? Yeah, so the the premise of this, and they share this at the very beginning Mm -hmm. of the movie, the premise is that these monks wanted to reach God Mm -hmm. and search for God, and so they made these magic seeds, and the seeds were supposed to take them all the way to heaven. Now, that right there reminds me a little bit of Tower of Babel. Yeah. Uh, different interpretations of the Tower of Babel event from Genesis um, 11. And so, uh, are that either the tower was meant to worship um, false gods or it was meant to reach up into heaven to reach the false gods, but it was more directly to worship them. But here, these people, these monks wanted to reach up to God, and they said that Basically, on their way up, they uh, they found a prison between heaven and earth, mm-hmm. and that's where these giants live, above the clouds, below heaven, and that's what they reached. Yeah. And uh, a very different tale from Jack and the Beanstalk tale, because the these giants come down, they make war, but these monks use magic to make a crown magic monks <laughs> who knew <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so then the the story progresses that you know they make this crown so you know that's going to be a major part to the story and it comes up and mm-hmm. fighting over the crown and, and it's an ugly crown yeah it's all and, ugly looking well ugly but giants, it's magic ugly crown it's magic <laughs> yeah. magic crown so you get to see some monks wielding magic which is Kind of interesting. It is. It is. It is very. And the story has a lot to do with going against the the well, the system, kind of, because the princess does not want to marry the usual person she's the supposed old to marry. guy that she's she's been told to marry because. That's the way they do it. That's the way they do it. Yeah. And she was so good about it. She was all like, Father, I will marry him, but I don't want to. And, you know, I don't even know how to talk like she (laughs) And she was, like, willing to to marry him, but she was also... She was also very clear that she didn't want to. The guy who plays... She was an adventure seeker. She didn't want to be stuck. The guy who plays the king in this movie... um, Ian McShane was also the king from the TV series Kings, which was a modern retelling of David and Saul and Jonathan. Mm. And uh, so it was cool to see him back as a king because he's just got a very kingly personality (laughs) to him and a great voice too with his acting. I thought that they took a lot of interesting turns on this. That you thought, well, I thought certain things were going to happen Mm -hmm. and they didn't happen the way I thought they would. I'm not talking about major plot twists and such, but just a few things that surprised me a little bit that kept me on the edge of my toes realizing, oh, that's, I didn't think it was going to happen that way, but that's cool that they did something other than what I expected. Yeah. I had something like that. Are you going to share yours? Go ahead. 
Um, when the two main characters running around under under the castle and they're around the tombs and everything, I thought we were going to see something magical, like somebody was going to come back from the dead or they were going <laughs> to find a second crown. I was I wouldn't have been surprised at all if they had done either of those two. Mm. But that didn't happen. Well, I was thinking certain characters that died maybe earlier than I expected or uh, um, especially the ending was different than I expected the ending would be. But we'll get to that when we finish. The bad guy was really nasty. Yeah. He killed a bunch <laughs> of people just because. <laughs> but also, and here's the, the fun thing about this movie. What makes it fun is that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, the bad guy was witty. <laughs> and at the same time, the bad guy has two heads. I mean, the, the One bad, of the bad giant, guys. The One bad, of the bad guys. Yeah. I'm talking about the little bad guy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> one of these giants has two heads, and one of the heads doesn't really talk fully. So you hear this. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that's a direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, do you know what? For the longest time after we met that bad guy with the multiple heads, I thought I thought in the stories that we were introduced to this particular bad guy had said that he had three heads. So I was looking for the third head, and I couldn't find it because he's got he's got this chest plate that has a face on. I was like, "There it is. He's gonna he's gonna take that off, and there's gonna be a head there. There's gonna be a face on him on his chest and on his stomach." I wonder what it would have sounded like. He'd be like, Anything else that you want to mention, general kind of review wise? Uh, well, here, let me ask you this: Do you think people should go see this movie? I do, and I actually really enjoyed it in 3D. It, really? I actually thought it was the best movie I've seen in 3D. We've seen a few movies in, in 3D. I thought it was even better than Tron. We saw it. We saw Tron in 3D. Tron Legacy. Tron Legacy. Yeah. And I liked, I liked this a lot better than all the movies I've seen in 3D. I'm a bit of a 3D skeptic. I lose interest in 3D and stop noticing it after a few minutes. I didn't stop minutes. noticing it. I didn't. I didn't. Hmm. I enjoyed every moment of it. it right, every great. now and then you see a beam comes out at you, but I felt like, eh. For me, if if I was purchasing tickets to this movie, I would say the 3D isn't worth it. But I you, would say, it, say it, it it's worth it. It's worth it. And I've been to see a bunch of 3D movies and we've, you know, sometimes we go and we, we go to these reviews and it's like, I find out that it's going to be 3D. And I'm like, ah, I have to wear those annoying glasses. But this one was actually worth it. Mm. This one was worth it. I say go see it in 3D. Okay. So you can decide whose opinion you want to follow and <laughs> make yeah. your own choice. But please do let us know what you think of the movie. If you get a chance to see Jack the Giant Slayer, please comment on the show notes over at oncepodcast.com slash 83. And we'll discuss the movie in more detail, including some spoilers and plot points in a few minutes. Uh, but we want to let you know what we thought of the movie in general so you could decide whether you want to see it, uh, what you want to allow your family to see, or if you might enjoy this but um, I want to mention briefly that make sure that you stay uh, looking for the upcoming Once Upon a Time episode on Sunday because we'll be back with our initial reactions at 9.15 Eastern Standard Time, GMT minus 5, and our live chat room during the Eastern and Central Time viewing 
of Once Upon a Time on Sunday, March 3rd. So you can go to oncepodcast.com slash live to join us for that. Jenny, what else did you want to say about the movie before we talk spoilers? <laughs> I really loved that the Giants had a great sense of smell. Unless, unless you were underwater. <laughs> yeah. So he was like, you can, he can smell specific bloodlines unless they're underwater, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there was a comic relief part that I won't be too specific about because it's enjoyable and it's a nice surprise. So I won't say too much, but I just loved that moment. I loved how real it was because it took a few moments mm. for it to actually take effect. They had to basically they had to wake up this giant so they could get past him. And I won't give you the details because it's hilarious. But I just love that they just had to sit there and wait for this thing to take effect. (laughs) I loved it. And I will say the grossest part of the movie was the cook giant. (laughs) That was the grossest part of the movie. Think about what your kindergartners would be doing with their nose Uh, while they're in your kitchen. That's so nice. Yeah. That's and so gross. The giants, uh, in our chat room, someone mentioned ogres, and that reminds me that, yeah, the giants are very similar to ogres. They're gross, they're ugly, they're big. They don't and- have hygiene. They probably smell enormously bad. Yeah. Pun intended. Th- there's <laughs> there's no golden harp, no giant wife. Oh, yeah. Um, no giant thing of jello. Or- there were no women. No, there weren't. Women giants. I wonder where our giants come from. Maybe eggs. <laughs> Big eggs. <laughs> Big eggs. So anything else before we go into our spoilers bit? Nothing that I can think of. Okay. Like I said, listeners, please join us for the discussion about the upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time. And if you haven't already seen or heard our roundtable that we just recorded with the other Once Upon a Time podcasters, then please go to oncepodcast.com slash roundtable two that's the number two oncepodcast.com slash roundtable and the number two so that you can listen to that roundtable and watch it too we've got the video embedded on the website but then if you're subscribed to the podcast then you will automatically download or probably have already automatically downloaded that episode of our roundtable discussion we had a lot of fun brought up some great questions and again I shared with the roundtable my bet that I have that I will drink a full cup of coffee during an episode. <laughs> if I'm wrong about Neil not being Peter Pan. Yep, I will I will happily make you a cup of coffee. You will want to listen to that episode <laughs> if it happens. If if I don't know spoilers, but I'm hearing some things that are uh, I well Are they making we'll you worry? See. What's making me worry is how many emails I keep receiving from people saying, you better warm your coffee pot. I don't agree with the theory either, but I just want to see you drink coffee. <laughs> and that makes me worry. <laughs> but I will drink it during the episode. And I hate yes. coffee, but so, I'm, I'm allowed sugar. Yes, you are. And if Neil is not Peter Pan, but he did go to Neverland and he was a lost boy or something like that, then I still have to drink coffee because I've been so against the idea of his going to Neverland. Mm. I still have to drink coffee, but if he's not yeah. Peter Pan, I can have at least cream. I can have creamer in my coffee too. What? Yes. If he's not Peter Pan, is this if a new rule? No, this was the original. Okay. Because if you just do sugar, I'm sure you're, I'm sure that you're going to put so much sugar in it, it's going to be syrup, <laughs> basically. It'll still taste nasty. <laughs> so you want to watch for that. 
So be sure that you're subscribed over at oncepodcast.com and join us this Sunday if you're in Eastern or Central Time for our live chat rooms and live initial reactions over at oncepodcast.com slash live. And of course, just to give you the feedback information again, as we usually do, you can email feedback at oncepodcast.com or call 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message link or send that voice message through the new SpeakPipe app that our website will tell you to install on your iOS device. So stick around. We'll discuss some spoilers, spoilers. about Jack the Giant Slayer and give it that review and spoiler. So if you don't want to be spoiled, leave now. This is the end of everything else important about the podcast. So stick around if you don't mind spoilers. Otherwise, leave and then come back and hear everything else. Five. What everything else is there four, after this? Three, two, one. Well, I meant like go watch the show and then you can come back, hear what we're going to say. About oh, it, it sounded you know. like we were going to do spoilers and then something else afterwards. Oh, no. Nope, just spoilers. That's what it sounded like. Just spoilers right now. And then that'll be it. Okay. So, just now spoilers. we can discuss this from the spoiler perspective. Spoilers! One of the things... Here's the, the thing that I happened really differently than what I expected from the movie. And I like the way that they did this. Mm-hmm. The beans at the beginning of the movie, the monk, when he gives Jack the beans, mm-hmm. and it's kind of this urgent deal because the monk stole the beans and he's trying to escape and just pass I, them off. Do you want to say something on that? Yeah, I got the impression that the monk grew the beans himself because he's a monk. I didn't feel like he stole them. I feel like he suddenly got it and he realized, oh dear, I better hide these because this guy is bad and he's going to want them and he's been using me. So I need to get rid of these beans because they work. <laughs> I think it was he did steal the beans from Roderick this prince that was there in the castle because remember they went up to their room and they saw that everything was all messed up and oh, they and said he, he knew exactly that, where the crown was so he'd been collecting yeah. this stuff did he make the beans because he's not a monk he didn't make them but he must have acquired them somehow oh. so these magic beans that grow these bean stalks and then this crown that controls the giants that yeah. was forged from from a giant's uh, heart yeah kind of odd which is why it's so ugly but <laughs> at the beginning this monk, when he's urgently trying to give these beans to Jack and to buy the horse just to get rid of the beans, and then he says, I'll, I'll pay you later if yeah. you come to the monastery. Um, he says, don't get the beans wet. Don't get them wet. Yeah, and yes. then they, they drive that point home. As we see later, one of the beans falls through the cracks at Jack's home, and we see water getting toward it's it. Like, oh, no. So, yeah, we're keep, we keep having this idea <laughs> in our mind. Don't get it wet. Don't get the beans wet. <laughs> Later, when the giants have control of the beans, they throw them in the water and they immediately start growing in the water. They, Reminds us, they s- don't get the beans wet or yeah. they start growing. Yeah. Yeah. So. They start putting out little shoots <laughs> immediately, yeah. pretty much. What I expected to happen was there, we saw that Jack had the beans and he had to give them up to the bad guy, the bad human guy. Yeah, the guy who wanted to control the giants with the crown and basically own yeah, the world Roderick. with Roderick. the giants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Roderick really wanted to take over and this yeah. whole marriage thing was just a ruse. But Roderick took the beans from Jack, but Jack kept one bean. He Smart did. boy. He put it in his locket. And I was expecting, when I saw that happen, I thought, oh... I know how the movie's going to go. And usually when I have those kinds of moments, 
I'm usually correct. Sure, I was, you are. I was not correct this time. <laughs> I thought so. They climbed the beanstalk because um, the princess comes and visits Jack's home just by accident while it's raining. She's sought shelter. Jack's home is taken up to the giant's place. So yeah. the soldiers and Jack go to it's get raining. the princess. And it, the beans would not have gotten wet. Yeah, had it not been raining. <laughs> yeah. So. I was thinking when Jack gets the princess back down from the beanstalk, the giants are going to come down to earth. They're going to take the princess captive again because she's descendant. She's a blood descendant of Prince or uh, Eric the Great, who had originally conquered the giants. So I thought they were going to take her captive again. All the beanstalks were going to be cut down, all the beans lost, and the king would be like, oh, I can never have my daughter back. And Jack is going to say, well, Sir King... I still have one bean left and that he would like plant the one bean left to go up and rescue the princess. I didn't Isabel, think that. I and then he that. would come back down. Then they cut down the beanstalk. That's what I thought was going See, to happen. When I watch movies, I pretty much have an open mind. <laughs> I have an open mind and I'm like, I wonder where they're going with this. I don't, I don't think about it like you do. <laughs> so I, w- I was wrong. And the way they did it was very different than it I expected. It was. It was. And as soon as what's the what's the head giant's name? I forget. Um, Fallon. Fallon. General Fallon is the name of the head giant. And as soon as 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 he fell in the water around the moat that was on fire, I thought, okay, the crown's gone because he's got it on his fingers. Mm-hmm. I thought we would never see that crown again. But we did. Mm-hmm. That was that was shocking to me. So, I didn't expect that. Well, so the bean thing that uh was not as gory as it might sound was that Jack threw the bean into the giant's mouth. Remember, don't, don't get, get the it beans wet. wet. Spit is wet. Humans are mostly water. And, <laughs> and apparently giants are too. <laughs> yeah. And so this beanstalk starts growing out of the giant, which yeah, sounds really gross. It wasn't gory. And the second giant was like, that's only because he was talking. But there were pieces that, you know, the giant did kind of explode. Yeah. He exploded. And, like, pieces of him were bouncing over. But it, was, it wasn't, like, you know, gory. Like, there, was, there wasn't blood. It was just bit, bits of him were, like, bouncing off everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's how they got the crown back. Because his hand, like, bounced around. Yeah. So we, we saw betrayal from Roderick. And... Yeah. This scene at the very end, but are are you ready to jump to the very end? I am. So there's this goofy assistant to Roderick, this evil prince who wants to take over, rule with the giants, but Jack kind of messes up that plan. And this this goofy assistant guy looks really ridiculous. Well, he's killed by one of the giants. But at the very end of the movie, as we hear this, them going through this audible evolution of the story to get to the point of what we know Jack the, and the Beanstalk to be. You're referring, to, also, the, you're referring to the guy that the princess was supposed yeah, to marry. No, the assistant to the guy that the princess was supposed to marry. The goofy looking guy. Um, what we see through this uh, audio evolution sort of thing at the same time is this montage that we see the crown the giant controlling crown being coated in gold being decorated and then it ends up being a royal crown the ornate crown that the king wears in on special occasions yeah in modern england yeah we see it 
behind glass on display and some school or some group is touring there and they're all looking at the crown. Yeah, so then there's there's one boy there though taking a particular interest in the crown. Mm-hmm. He's writing notes and stuff. And now, his name's Buddy. Buddy is yeah. that that's Yeah, I noticed. Okay. Buddy is his name because they said, "Buddy, come on, catch up," because he was falling behind because he was mm. studying the crown. So I was thinking, because of the way he looks, a little bit goofy, and especially his teeth. It's gapped. It looks. It looked a lot like the goofy assistant to Roderick. Mm-mm. So I was no. thinking that this is a descendant of that goofy assistant who no. was killed early on. Who do you think it is? I think it's Roderick's. I think. I think. I'm pretty much sure it was it was uh, one of Roderick's descendants, the, the evil prince. Yeah, because he had a, a gap in his tooth as well. Oh, okay. I guess so I didn't notice that. That is why. Yeah, he's. They both look goofy. Like Roderick looked goofy with that gap in his teeth, and Buddy looked goofy with the gap in it. They all. Look, they both look similar. Okay. So I, I'm pretty sure it's Roderick's descendant. Okay, which makes sense hmm. because he was the one. Wanting the crown in the first place. Yeah, that does make more sense. It it just looked to me like it was the goofy kind of assistant to Roderick. No. Which it could still be maybe like a spy for one of Roderick's or descendants. I don't think but, so. Because Roderick had brown hair and he had a gap in his tooth. Mm. And so did this kid. He had dark hair and a gap in his so teeth. So do you think this means they're going to have a sequel? I don't know, but it, it left the door pretty much wide open. Yeah, because the giants were never fully killed. Just some of them were killed. Well, a couple of them were killed. Yeah. The General Fallon was killed. Yeah, they, they left some a couple some random up. others. Not all of them. I'm sure the cook didn't come down with everybody. <laughs> well, the cook died. Oh, that's true. The cook did yeah. die. But I'm sure they left some up there. And, and I'm sure they cut down those beanstalks that yeah. the giants planted. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. It's one of those things that, yes, it hints that there could be a sequel. Yeah. But it could also be just one of those things that they want you to just just ended like leave ah! with the yeah with the giant question <laughs> like you know yeah. Inception did that with we never saw the top stop oh sorry if that's a spoiler but we never saw the top stop spinning oh, that's right at the end of Inception it's been out enough years so and we're in spoilers spoiler on multiple anyway. movies um, it's one of and so many movies I think some of the best movie endings are where it leaves you with a gigantic question suddenly that you didn't know you would have two minutes before. That's a great way to end the movie. And so this (laughs) one I think does that. So they could do a sequel, which that could be really interesting having these giants in modern England. Oh yeah. Yeah. That would be hilarious. Would they still look the same or would they have like modern clothes? I bet they would because they're kind of, you know, you know, they're not all that smart. Yeah. Um, well, I, the giants were very old yeah. because the king or Eric the Great was hundreds of years before. And this particular giant said, I still remember his smell. Yeah. So the giants live a long time. Maybe they're still alive. Maybe yeah. that's why there aren't female giants because they just don't die. Speaking of the crown, I love, I love the line that Jack says. When his kids ask him, where is the crown? Because, you know, the, he was telling the story to his kids mm-hmm. after the whole everything was over and yada, yada. And 
And he just said, it's in a very safe place, because he, he didn't want to tell them where it was. And that's when we figure out that it was made into this ornate crown that the king would always wear. Yeah. So I loved that. I loved that a lot, because he just said, it's in a very safe place. Mm-hmm. So anything else that you wanted to point out, uh, our review, what we think of the movie, now that we're talking spoilers and convention plot points? I think that's it for me. Okay. Yeah, it was it was fun. And again, it would be fun to see. You think people should see it in 3D? I do. I I do think. Because there's like dirt flying and there's (laughs) dimensions. You got to see this new movie in 3D because there's dirt flying. (laughs) I know. It's it's great. And you can see like, uh, I can't remember everything. But I mean, you can see the depth of of the beanstalk and you can... Just watch it in 3D. Just do it. And it's a fun movie. So when you go see it, just remember not to take it too seriously because uh, there are some... How could you? It's got comic relief in it. Yeah, there's a lot of comic relief. relief, And some of it I felt was a bit too modern to bring into this movie, but it was still very fun. You know what? what? I I can see now what you mean. I don't remember whether there were a lot of kids in the audience. So uh, someone in our chat just asked, will the kids get the comedy stuff i think there's plenty that kids will laugh at oh yeah yeah well so overall really fun movie and we enjoyed it and we think you might too and again great soundtrack you can get the link to the soundtrack and when the movie is on dvd and blu-ray you'll be able to get the links to that as well and help support the podcast by going to oncepodcast.com slash 83 and also watch out for our upcoming review of Oz the Great and Powerful. That'll be really fun to watch as well. And both of these we saw, if you watched Once Upon a Time live on a Sunday night, then recently, especially the episode Tiny, you saw trailers for both of these movies. And they look, uh, the Jack one especially, I'm looking forward to. (laughs) So watch for that on the website over at oncepodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at oncepodcast. And I'm Daniel J. Lewis. Follow me on Twitter at the Ramen Noodle. And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash Jenny'sNook. So stay tuned for our upcoming review of the next few episodes of Once Upon a Time over at oncepodcast.com, and we'd love your feedback for that. So until next time, fee fi fo fum. Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcast to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx.